0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Workday Physique. I'm your host as usual, Ajitesh, and before we get into today's episode, if you have been struggling to reach your weight loss goals for a while now, I think you should consider one-on-one coaching. Visit workdayphysique.com for more details. Today's episode is an IGTV, sorry, it's an Instagram live recording. I hope you find it useful. Hope you guys are doing well. And to the topic for today's strategies to optimize your environment for weight loss. Um, I have a few notes here with some things that I want to talk about. And uh, let's hope that this covers everything because I woke up just like half an hour back. I dozed off and so I had to just quickly go through my notes and make sure that everything was on point. And uh, let's get started. We're talking strategies to optimize your environment for weight loss. So we live in an obesogenic environment, all right? An environment which is very conducive for people to easily put on weight. And if you think about it, the reason you put on weight in the first place is firstly owing to genetics. Some people are just genetically more prone to be overweight. And if you have been, if you have always been someone who is overweight, you got there because you grew up in an environment which had easy access to highly calorie dense foods, calorie dense snacks. That is number one. Or if you have recently put on weight, that was probably because of the work from home situation where you uh, were sedentary, you were not moving much throughout the day and you had access to highly calorie dense snacks and easy access to food delivery apps. That is another thing. So the environment plays a huge role in the weight gain that you have experienced so far. And it also plays a huge role in making sure that you are able to lose that weight successfully. All right, and this is highly overlooked. People rely a lot on their willpower to make sure that they are not, hi Swati. Uh, you face problem in holding grip on hand. Well, well, if this is something that has been troubling you for long, I would suggest uh, visiting a good physio and they might be able to help you out. So um, coming back to the topic, if you're trying to lose weight, the main thing that you need to take care of is fixing your environment before trying to rely too much on your willpower to just you know, try and fix your diet, okay? So that is the main topic of discussion today. And to reach your weight loss goals, you have to work against your default tendencies, right? And since we are always surrounded by these snacks, uh, easily packaged, easily consumable packaged foods, with brightly colored attractive packaging our default tendency is to reach for them and snack on them all right and constantly on our phones we are we are bombarded by ads notifications from apps like zomato swiggy so everything is working against our uh our goals to say right and hi wasim yes wasim agrees so You have to make sure that you're able to tailor your environment in such a way, such that that these triggers are minimized so that you are able to make better decisions. All right. And in order to do this, ideally you should make it impossible for yourself to make the kind of decisions that you don't want to make. All right. So you want to make it hard for yourself to consume foods that you don't want to consume. And you want to make it extremely easy for yourself to consume the foods that you do want to consume. And here are a few things that I have in mind which you can do to make this happen, all right? We'll start off with the foods, okay? The first thing that you need to do is to keep easily snackable items away from you, okay? Uh, That means don't buy a ton of snacks which are highly calorie dense and store them in your pantry in your house for most people who have put on a lot of weight especially in the past uh, few years during the work from home situation you have developed these bad habits where you would feel tired feel stressed from work and you reach for snacks or you will sit on your work desk and you'll start eating, all right, without being mindful of what you're putting into your body. So these habits that you have built up over the past few years, you have to unlearn. And in order for that to happen, don't keep foods which are easily snackable in your vicinity. So don't store snackable foods in the house, all right. And if you feel that you do need to buy snacks buy them in extremely limited quantities and buy the smallest possible sizes okay so if you're buying for example oreos don't buy that huge pack buy the smallest pack all right so do that limited quantities preferably don't store snacks in the house and this does not mean a lot of people may think that i'm encouraging restriction from such foods and that I'm telling you not to eat such foods that is not what I'm saying I'm saying that if you are someone who has built up these habits over the past few years and you're not able to let go and this is hindering your progress for a limited amount of time you need to modify your environment in such a way that you don't have easy access to these foods and over time as that as the bad habit, it disappears. As you unlearn it, you'll be able to slowly reintroduce these foods back to the environment. All right. So but there has to be a certain time frame where you are not constantly exposed to these things. Because if you're trying to quit something, you have to make sure that you're not constantly being triggered by it. All right. You have to unlearn the thing. The neural connections that you have formed in your brain over the past few years, those have to weaken over time right now think of it this way all right your brain if you think of it as a huge field all right where if you where there are no clear pathways now if you walk through a field as you walk through it you will create this sort of path which is very mildly visible now if you walk through that same path over and over the next few days the path will become more and more visible during in the field, right? So that is how your brain works. When you perform a new habit, the initial neural connection, the strength is very weak, okay? This is probably what happened during the beginning of the lockdown. So you probably did not have a lot of snacking tendencies, but you started maybe snacking once in a while. But when you continue to do this over and over, that you walk through the same path in the field over and over, it becomes like this very prominent path. So it strengthens, the neural connection strengthens every time you uh, do that behavior, every time you execute that snacking habit. And over the past two years, three years, if you're someone who has suffered uh drastic weight gain, it's probably because you have developed that habit by repeating that behavior over and over. And the only way to reverse this is to eliminate the triggers from your environment. So just don't buy uh, these calorie snacks for a while till that you know that pattern that neural connection it disappears, so if you stop walking through that path in the field over time it will disappear, and the field will just become like it was earlier right so think of that analogy and implement it in that manner okay so don 't expose yourself yourself to triggers that 's the main thing, and especially towards the end of the day when your work day is over and you have uh, absolutely no energy to make good quality decisions. So usually when our willpower uh, reserves are full is during the morning. When you have woken up after a good night's sleep, your willpower is at its at its peak. So you will not snack in the morning. You will not reach for easy to eat, easy to eat foods. You'll make your breakfast. But when the end of the day arrives, you have exhausted your willpower resources. So your willpower is like this battery, right? Now think of it like your, like say your phone battery, all right? And you have charged it overnight to percent Now when you use different apps, your phone battery goes on draining, right? So that is how you make decisions throughout the day. Your willpower battery, it goes on draining. Till the end of the day, there is very little remaining. And now if you make like one, two decisions, your battery is completely exhausted. And after that, you're you're kind of running on automation. So whatever you see, you eat without thinking too much about it. So you want to make that automated decision making process easy for yourself by making sure that you have your snacks planned beforehand. So if you know that when you come back home from work, you tend to snack on something, Make sure that you have pre-planned for that. Make sure that you have pre-cooked something which is, uh, healthy, which is within your calorie target, which is high in protein, or you have some kind of, uh, low calorie, healthy snack alternative stored in your house. Okay. Maybe it's Greek yogurt. Maybe it's some fruit. All right. So. Make sure that those are easily accessible so that when you finally come back home after a long working day and your willpower reserves are exhausted and you feel like eating something, you don't have to make a decision then. All right. You you shouldn't have to think that I'm hungry now. What should I be eating? Maybe I should just open this Zomato or Swiggy and buy and look, look at, look at what's on discount. That should not be the case. You should have already planned for the situation beforehand so that when the time comes, you don't have to think twice. You already know that that it is time for a short break. If you have liked the episode so far, please take a moment to pause and share it with just one friend. The podcast has been growing rapidly all thanks to your support and you sharing it is what lets me impact the lives of more people like you. Thank you in advance. Now back to the episode that's the snack that I have kept for myself. That's what I'm going to eat. So planning is really key. And the other day I had someone in the DMs and they stay in a joint family. So they told me that it's very hard for them to stay on track because they plan for their own breakfast uh, the night ahead. And they plan to eat something else but when they join their family members they see that the family is eating other food items and they can't help themselves but you know eat some of those food items as well and they really want to avoid that and they wanted to know that what what could be done in this situation so if you're someone who lives in a joint family I understand that completely that you cannot stop your family members from eating different foods Right. And you have different goals from them. So you will want to uh, stick to your program while at the same time, you cannot hamper the eating habits of other people. So in this case, the only solution really is number one, you can plan ahead of time so that your meals can accommodate food for foods like that. That is number one. And number two is if it is just one meal that's causing a problem, The the other solution would be to make sure that you eat that meal separately, because if you're very determined about reaching your goal and you feel that being surrounded by these food items makes it irresistible for you to eat those. The best solution is to avoid exposing yourself to such food items. That's my point. That is really the crux of today's session that Instead of relying on your willpower, rely on fixing the environment, rely on taking care that you're not exposed to the triggers which make you eat without control. All right, so fix the environment. Don't rely too much on strengthening your willpower. All right, if you do that, you will be successful. But if you, if you instead try to f- rely too much on your will and how strong your willpower is it it usually doesn't work out that is what i have noticed for most people at least that if you have easy access to these foods if your house if your household is usually um packed with snacks if your house is packed with snacks it becomes very hard for you to do achieve your weight loss goals. That is what I've seen usually. And, and even for people who are professional athletes, when they are trying to really lean down for say competitive events, they would make sure that, you know, their house is stocked with foods, which is aligned with their diet. All right. So that is the way to go about it. I would not rely too much on willpower. All right. Um, so planning is key. And the next thing you want to do straight away, if you're watching this live and right after this live. If you have food items like uh if you have not food items if you have apps like swiggy and Zomato on your phone i want you to uninstall them all right if, if you're trying to lose weight these apps are are going to make it very difficult for you to reach your goals because they have entire marketing teams they have entire teams of people whose only job is to keep you hooked Okay, that is their only job. These people have gone to college to learn these things, how to keep you hooked and how to make sure that you're always making purchases. So if you're competing against a team of experts whose only job is to make you click on their ads, make you buy food, it becomes an uphill battle. Okay, you're you're just fighting against your own psychology. So if you are very serious about your goals, don't keep these apps. in your phone, all right, uninstall Swiggy Zomato if you're very serious about your weight loss goals and just don't install them for, for I don't know, till till you have, till you are very sure that you will be able to resist the temptations, all right. The other thing that you want to completely avoid is looking at food porn, okay? So there, is, uh, there are these things like mukbang, right? Korean eating channels where people just eat food and other people watch the videos of people eating food, which is kind of weird to me, but it's a thing, right? And then you scroll on Instagram and if you're a big time, you know, foodie, you watch all these food bloggers, uh, all these recipe videos and all all of these things. It is just the same thing as exposing yourself to constant triggers in your environment. So when you keep exposing yourself to food porn, you will feel like eating those things, all right? So if you have weight loss goals, don't expose yourself to these videos. Don't spend your time on YouTube watching food-related videos. And if on Instagram, these videos pop up in your feed, go to that dot in the top right corner, I think, and then click on not interested all right that will keep your feed clear of all these food related videos and so you will not be constantly exposed to these trigger situations so you you can think of it in this way your your tendency to want to snack it is triggered by these things okay this is a just this is just an innate innate uh, what do i say wiring that we have that if we are exposed to triggers that Uh, make us want to do something we will do the thing all right so imagine this if you are constantly triggered by someone to feel angry all right if you really dislike some person and every time you see them you feel angry will you intentionally constantly expose yourself to videos of that person that person talking you go and like talk to that person every other day you will not do that, right? You will try to keep away from that person, keep that person away from your mind, out of sight and out of mind so that you don't have to feel angry every time. So similarly, when it comes to your weight loss, don't keep exposing yourself to videos of really tasty foods. Don't keep exposing yourself to uh, tasty packaging in your environment. Just keep it out of sight, out of mind till you have completely removed that you know, habit pattern from your head. Okay, so just keep that in mind, remove the apps, plan ahead of time so that during times of high stress, you already know what kind of snacks you will eat, keep those snacks ready for yourself so that you don't have to make decisions, remove the apps from your phone so that you're not exposed to ads. All right, these are just the basic things and don't watch food porn. Okay, don't watch mukbang videos. All right. And... Uh, to end the session, I have just one more tip really. That is to separate your eating space from your working space from your sleeping space. So don't eat in your bed. Don't eat while you're working at your work desk. The reason for this is very simple. Your brain, it likes to compartmentalize different you know activities and different spaces so that is why people felt so lethargic when they were working from home because your brain associates the office as a workspace the home as a leisure space right and when you have combined both of them you feel very unproductive when you're trying to work from home. That's why um, it was very difficult for people. And that's why people wanted a separate workspace so that they could be productive. Now, the same thing applies when it comes to your food habits, all right? If you use the bed for sleeping, your brain has associated that connection with the bed, right? And you use your desk for working. But when you start eating in those places, you start eating in bed, eating while you're working. When you sit down to work now, Your brain will also think uh, if you're going to eat now, right? So it it associates that place with eating as well. So you get in bed, you're trying to sleep, but if you keep eating during uh, in your bed as well, your brain has also associated eating with that environment. So just like when you go to your office, you feel like working, you feel productive. And when you come home, you want to relax. If you get into bed and you feel like eating, if you get into your work desk and you feel like eating, you go to your dining table and you feel like eating. You have just conditioned yourself to, uh, you know, want to eat wherever you go in the house. So you don't want that to happen. The solution for this is very simple. Separate your eating space from everything else. So eat only in your designated eating space. That is probably your dining table. Just eat there. Don't eat while you're working. Don't eat while you're in bed watching something all right so separating the eating space that is important and the other thing that you want to do is try to not eat outside of your fixed meal times and that is also something that will only come with practice that if you have three major meals and one snack that you eat throughout the day that is the only time that you should eat anything and try to not eat anything between those meals or in between those uh, that meal and the snack time. Okay. So fixed meal times, fixed eating spaces and everything else that we have spoken about so far, that's really it. And if you can implement these strategies to just optimize your environment, uh, you would make the weight loss process so much easier for yourself. And that, that's really it. I mean, don't rely on your willpower. Don't try to force yourself to make decisions that you think are good for yourself. Instead, make it easy for yourself to make those decisions and you will have a much easier time instead of feeling like it's a constant uphill battle. It's a constant challenge. Just make it easy for yourself and these tips will help you. So that's it. I will save this video now and it will be available on my page. It will also be available as a podcast and I'll see you soon. Okay. Thank you for listening. If you found the episode to be helpful, please leave a rating on the podcast app that you're listening on right now and share this episode with one friend who you think will benefit from the content. I'll see you again very soon. Until then, stay tuned, stay safe and stay consistent.